0: Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Bucks never stop here. You're listening to Green and Growing, hosted by Sparky Pfeiffer and Nathan Marzion.
1: Yeah, so yesterday, Shamsaranya reported that after contract negotiations stalled out, Buddy Heald and the Pacers have started dialogue to work on finding a potential trade. And he's someone that I know has been talked about among Bucks Twitter, you know, a decent amount about trades and stuff. And he's just been a player that's been in trade talks for a long time, as I feel like most Indiana Pacers are. I know Miles Turner is someone that, like every single year, he's in trade talks. But Buddy Heald's one of those guys, one of the best shooters in the league, and so basically, I was looking at okay, what if we're gonna make a move for Buddy Heald? What would be the framework of that trade? Like, what would we have to give up? And basically, to make the money work, since Buddy Heald makes about 20 million a year, the the likely package would be something along the lines of Bobby Portis and Grayson Allen for Buddy Heald. You might have to throw some picks here and there. I don't know. But that would be the framework of it Bobby Portis and Grayson Allen for Buddy Heald. So I put that out there, got a lot of response on it. Every time you put out a trade with Bobby Portis involved, it's going to get a lot of dislikes Negative from the feedback. people. Yeah, yeah, just people being like, oh, you can't trade Bobby. Um, casuals. But anyways, so I put out a poll. I said, I'm going to put this to a poll. Um, would you like a trade centered around Bobby plus Grayson for Buddy Healed? 56% said yes. 44% said no. And about 4,000 votes on that. So a pretty good um, sample size of people voting on that. For me personally – I'm not in love with this trade, but I'm not I'm definitely not against it. I think it's best. I tweeted this out. I said I think it's probably best as a trade deadline move, kind of a last resort move because I think it does make you a better playoff team, which is all that matters at the end. If it makes you a better playoff team, it is a move you you should at the end of the day make. But is it something that moves the needle that much that I'm like I want to jump on this immediately right away to start the season and give up, you know, your two biggest tradable assets in Bobby and Grayson. I'm not entirely sure of that. I think it's probably best to wait, see if something more important becomes available, such as a a guard or a wing defender, something that we do need a little bit more than just, you know, another shooter. But again, at the end of the day, Buddy Heald is a better playoff player, I would assume. He hasn't played in any playoff games, but he is, I think it going to be a better playoff player than Bobby Portis or Grayson Allen and so I'm. It's a trade I'm willing to make at the end of the day. But again, I, I I'm cautious about making it this early because there are other people that are going to become available. And so I kind of would rather wait, see what else happens, and then you know if if this is still a trade that you can make later on, then sure, go ahead and do it because again, I think at the end of the day, it does make you better. But I don't know what your thoughts are.
2: Uh, we don't agree on this at all. Uh, but that's okay though. Uh, so my my first question to you a pro trade guy uh, is if Buddy Heald wants a new deal from the Indiana Pacers, why would Buddy Heald come to Milwaukee without getting uh, or want to come to Milwaukee without getting a new deal? And Oh, by the way, he also is not all that young either. What is he? 31, 32, somewhere uh, in that area. He's going to be a free agent after this year. So if he's fine, just playing out the year and getting to free agency, then who cares and just stay in Indiana and and hang out. Now, if the Pacers are like, if you don't agree to an extension, we're trading you that's what happened. Right? It's the pacer saying extension or you're out of here. Well, that's different. Then Buddy Heald's going to go wherever and he can't control it. But if Buddy Heald is the one telling on the Pacers, look, either you give me a contract extension or I don't want to be here. Now we get into the whole thing of, okay, is he okay coming to Milwaukee because he can compete for a championship, finally get into the place of playoff games and he's okay with it, versus if Detroit's involved, now, okay, you know, you're going to have to give me a large extension if I'm coming to Detroit. I, I gotta know where his head's at on this whole thing. I guess that's my first thing, Nathan. Is is this a money play of trying to get an extension wherever he goes? Because if it is, the Bucks are not in a position to give him an extension.
1: Yeah, but again, assuming that they make the trade, I would assume that they talk to him and they agree on something and they they are all on the same page. Like I, I think if if there is a problem like that, if it is something that he really just wants a big extension and he doesn't really care about playing for a contender. Then I'm assuming the trade's not going to happen. I'm assuming that the Bucks would know that and the Bucks would say okay, we're, right. we're we're good on that. But from a purely basketball standpoint, what do you think of it? Are you cuz I look, I can I can understand people that say Grayson is and and Look, I'm not trying to hype up Grayson, but I, I can understand the people saying that Grayson's like 80, 85% of what Buddy Heald gives you for a lot less. And then you hold on to Bobby Portis. Like I get that part of it. But again, for me, Bobby basically gives you nothing in the playoffs. Grayson gives you very little in the playoffs. If Buddy Heald can be a little bit better off the dribble than Grayson um, and a little bit better of a movement shooter overall than most of the guys we have on our roster and just he's one of the I've I've. I've consistently said i think he's one of the three to five best pure shooters in the league right now i think you could put him in third you could honestly put him second behind steph curry if you wanted to um he's consistently like 43 percent from three so i there are enough things there that i'm like i i think he's the best playoff guy of the three so if you can trade two pretty bad playoff guys for a better playoff guy then yeah like again to me it makes sense but i also do understand that side of it that he's not that much better than grayson because he is mostly just a shooter you know he's not a huge shot creator he's not a very good defender but again i think he averaged I think over he can a do steal
2: it. a game i mean i know that's not where defensive metrics are measured or whatever but he was yeah. over a steal a game last year
1: i know but still i mean i just i think I, I he's probably a slightly better defender than grayson but i mean i don't think it's a it's a big difference yeah. and so i'm I'm just saying I I think overall it makes us better in the playoffs, which, again, is all that matters. But I, as I said before, I'm not sure it is a move that I'm like this instantly greatly improves our odds. Like we have to jump on this immediately. I think it's more of a if it was a last resort type of thing. Yes, but I'm not jumping all over
0: it. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?
2: Uh, we could trade Grayson Allen for you. I would of that deal. So I, I am in no way going to argue about getting rid of Grayson Allen. Off why, I've, why, I've never on. been a Grayson Allen fan. Never going to be I'm, a Grayson I'm, Allen fan. On, and on. that's okay.
1: I'm going to butt in here. Why? Look, I'm not, I hate that. I'm, I have to be this like Grayson Allen defender by just yeah. saying that he doesn't suck. Like that's all I'm saying. He doesn't suck because he no, doesn't. I'm not He's saying not
2: he doesn't suck. I just don't like him. So But if you're saying you'd trade him
1: for me, if you're saying you'd trade him for me, then you basically like I like saying he you. Sucks.
2: I I like you a lot.
1: But I don't care if you I don't care if they have the 15 most dislikeable players in the world. Well, I want to win the championship.
2: Well, that's good. I, I don't have to be that way. I'm a fan first. So for me, I don't like the dude. So if, if they want to trade Grayson Allen and Alan, have at to trade the dude. Uh now Bobby Portis on the other hand. Now that's where we're going to disagree. And you know that's where we're going to disagree because you and I have had this conversation about trading Bobby Portis there's a couple things here. One, I don't believe they have anybody behind him big wise that can come in and do what he does. So that's my first issue in all of this. unless, and in your trade, uh, Twitter poll, we did not get a big back from Indiana. So, you know, if this trade gets redone or readjusted, or there's a third team in or something like that, and they get a big to replace Bobby Portis, then, you know, I'd probably be okay with that. Yeah. Okay, fine. But, but they've got to have some type of big, I think to replace Bobby Portis. The other part of this is, I think Bobby Portis is kind of a glue guy on this team a little bit to a certain degree. I think he is a a, a big chemistry guy and a guy that's important to that locker room. And I'm not going to sit here and say, it's a Josh Hader trade where, Oh my God, the locker room is going to melt down and it's never going to be the same. And they're going to freak out because Josh Hader isn't in the clubhouse because that's what happened to the Brewers. They melted down and it was a disaster. Um, so I don't think that'll happen necessarily. You still have Giannis and Milton and Drew and Brooke and whatever, it'll be fine. But he still is somebody that I think, uh, is is a key cog in, in that core. You know, it's those those four guys, and then he's that fifth guy. Even though he's off the bench, he's he's still that fifth guy. Uh, so I would need a big back in return. My follow up to that, Mister Marzian. Let's say they do this trade. You say, all right, I want to do this trade. Fifty six percent in your poll at Nathan Marzian. Four thousand people, you said, say do the trade. How are we playing, uh, Mister Buddy Heel? Are we starting Buddy Heel? Is Buddy Heal coming off of the bench? And if Buddy Heal's coming off the bench, then who is starting uh, at shooting guard for the Milwaukee Bucks if he's coming off the bench. Because me personally, I think he's a much better bench player than he is a starter. Like, he can be that instant offense guy off the off the bench uh, and can really k- kind of get himself on a run. You have him out there with Giannis and Milton and Drew Holiday. He's just not going to get shots. He's just not. And then we're just kind of wasting space. Grayson Allen doesn't get a lot of shots. No big deal doesn't matter, Grayson Allen. It's going to matter to Buddy Heald if he doesn't get a bunch of shots or some shots at least on a consistent basis. And that's why I think he's better off coming off the bench. But that leads into the question what I'm asking, which is then who's starting? Pat Connaughton? Please tell me the answer is not Pat Connaughton.